Blog Talk Radio. Hi, this is Nathan East hanging with the teddy bear on LOTL Radio, The Zone. Meta Stage actually invited me to be the featured artist for the release of their app. 
because um, this was their their big launch. And I love the idea of being able to be a part of this because as a performer, I do enjoy challenging myself and finding new ways to connect with an audience. The whole purpose of performing is the connection with the people you're performing to. And this gave me just a brand new way to do that and to really feel like I'm closer to, to the people who love my work. And it's, I mean, it's definitely an, a technology that's going to be taking over the music industry. Can you imagine just being able to have like your favorite artist performing in front of you in your living room up close? So um, <laughs> it was amazing to be a part of this. And I, I can't wait to see what other artists will come up with next. You know, the beautiful yeah. thing about the whole concept is that it took me back to the MT, the early MTV age, MTV age videos, where they were consistent, they were constantly pushing the envelope, coming up with different video concepts, as far as yeah. bringing more thing realistic. I mean, now here we are now, twenty, thirty years later, their technology is on a whole different level. And again, I fell in love with the video. I love the concept. You're able to do so many, <laughs> so many things yeah. with it. It's just, it's, it's mind blowing to me. But I'm more enamored with your voice. You have an incredible voice. When I've heard you sing just just a ballad, your voice resonates mm-hmm. over everything else. And I want to ask you, do you consider yourself a singer or do you consider yourself a vocalist? Um, thank you. Um, I mean, what do you mean as in though? I feel like I'm both. My my voice is my instrument. Um, I always consider myself a singer-songwriter because um, singing is definitely the first thing I fell in love with, but songwriting is another huge passion of mine. And everything that I release, I either wrote by myself or I co-wrote um, with other writers. Um, but my main instrument is voice, so I guess I would say both. But how would you d- differentiate both of them, singer or vocalist? I consider singers are people that can just simply get out in front and just sing a song, and there's no there's no passion, there's no transparency. I consider yourself, mm. I guess me, just from my personal opinion, listening to you sing, I consider you being a vocalist because you have the ability to completely wrap yourself around a song and make it yours. Oh. And it shows a sense of transparency. Oh, my pleasure. Vulnerability where it's very relatable to the listeners. People want to be able to feel the artist and be able to have that special kind of unique connection with an artist. And I've seen that you have the ability and you do have the ability to do that. And speaking of your listeners, what has it been like for you to know that you have so much support and so much love who people are truly in love with you and your music? Uh, I mean, I'm very lucky to have an audience that's been very supportive with everything that I release. um, And I really believe in my work and, I mean, I, I wouldn't be able to do this without them, so I'm super appreciative um, of also how um, spread out my audience is because I, I, when I check out my Spotify analytics, I have, my, I have listeners in Spain, and then you go to Sweden, and then Latvia, and, and then Brazil, and the U.S., so I love how mixed up um, my audience is, and I, that's the power of technology, right, being able to bring people together through 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 its technology it's really really fun um and i'm just like i'm so happy with the response that one more night has gotten to because it's definitely a new sound for me um i've i've explored many different genres of pop and then for this song in particular i remember the state of mind that i was in when i was writing the song because it's a bittersweet story the story of one more night 
But at the same time, me and my co-writer, Jonathan Asper, were able to create a, a lighthearted approach to the story, which made it fun and sassy. And I, that's really kind of the vibe that I've been in for the past few months and kind of how I've been facing life um, this year. So I, I was glad to be able to bring that to the story, make something that was vulnerable but still feel lighthearted. And people have been responding so so well to it and it's still the song that makes people want to dance and I want my music to feel like summertime all year long and so I'm really glad that the response that it's getting is that it feels like that like you're on the beach somewhere just you know listening to my song so yeah it's been really great <laughs> well you've definitely been able to do that uh, I had this conversation with a good friend of mine I said you know what she's brought us a slice of cheesecake and I said when can we expect mm-hmm an EP or an album? Is that around the corner for 2020? Um, I'm sorry, can you say that again? What's around no, the I'm 2020? saying that you, you blessed us with a slice of twi- a slice of cheesecake with uh, the new song, oh, of course, One More Night. And I wanted to know, when can we expect an EP or an album? Is it going to be in 2020? Yes. Oh, for sure. That is already in the works. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I I have a couple of albums and an EP out already, but I'm doing a full-length album for next year, which actually I haven't announced yet. So (laughs) there you go. Exclusive here on the radio. (laughs) Um, Well, you heard heard it here first, (laughs) man. Yeah, you heard it here first. That's right. (laughs) Growing up in Rio, yeah. Wow, a lot of different music, musical influences in Rio. The music, to me, the music is completely different. The music, to me, the music in Rio is very passionate, very passionate. A lot of very passionate, very danceable music. What are some of the, as far as the music that you've been able to incorporate from here in the States, as far as what particular artists that really set a tone with you, that left a, an impression with you? that just say, you know, I'm really vibing with that particular artist and I like the music and I may want to incorporate that kind of music with me. Mm. I mean, when I was growing up um, in Brazil, like my family made sure that we heard music that was very diverse. Um, like my, they played music since we were kids at home all the time. We heard classical music, we heard American music, we heard a lot of Brazilian music, Latin music. So it was always a mix. Um, but the artists that I remember that were like the core of my songwriting inspiration specifically as well were um, Nora Jones, uh, Maroon 5, like the first album specifically, Songs About Jane. Um, I That was like a huge thing for me. Um, who else? Mariah Carey. Amazing, amazing. Um, growing up, I also liked an UK artist, um, Elton John, fantastic songwriter. Um, I really loved Michael Bublé growing up too. I think he's absolutely fantastic. So I heard things in like very different styles. I also heard like Avril Lavigne from Canada, and and nowadays like some of my favorite artists are Justin Timberlake. He is like oh my god, my dream collaboration. I love Ryan Tedder, who's a singer songwriter from One Republic as well. Um, who else? John Mayer. So the, Camila Cabello is fantastic. So the list goes on. There's so many <laughs> artists. Yeah. When can we have, when are we going to, you know what, I'm going to ask, when are we going to have an opportunity to see you perform? Mm-hmm. Or what are your itinerary, your tour schedule look like for 2020? 
So I'm figuring that out. I'm definitely going to be performing in L.A. Um, in January and February. There are shows that I'm setting up for that already. Um, but for other places in the U.S., I, I am making plans for the summertime and the fall um, with the new music of that album that was mentioned before. <laughs> so, yeah, I definitely I'm excited to share because I've been working on this for a while. Um, and once that's out there, I definitely want to go and see people live because live performances are definitely my favorite part of of my job and I I just love being able to connect with people in person because social media is amazing of what it makes us able to do when it comes to sharing our content and connecting with people from different countries but I love being able to meet people and just be like wow you exist you're real you're here (laughs) and that exchange of energy when we're I feel like I'm fulfilling my purpose as a human and as an artist when I'm on stage so I'm excited to be able to take the songs that they're listening on Spotify and bring it to real life where wherever my listeners are next year for sure just stay tuned to like my social media and my website and all info will be there Okay, okay. And hey, make sure, family, that you get to her official website. That will link you to all of her social media. That's at laurarisotto.com and also on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, the same handle. But make sure you purchase the new hit single, One More Night. Um, What you just said before, I find it very refreshing as far as being able to meet people and building that one-on-one personal connection. And I think a lot of that has been lost in today's social media. Wow. I grew up in an era yeah. where artists would come to music stores. You would be able to meet the artists, get an autograph, you know, yeah. sign the album covers. And now that we don't have really any record stores here in the States anymore, not like it was when you had Tower Records and Warehouse and yeah. Sam Goodman's and so forth, it takes away that personal connection with the artist. So it's refreshing to hear someone like you say, hey, you know what? It's great to do things via social media, but at the same time, I want to be able to meet and touch the people who have supported me. When you get that type of feedback, even on your social media through Facebook or Instagram, and you have followers that have, I mean, just have followed you and supported you for so long, and they tell you how much they love your music, especially the new single, what does that do for you as an artist? I mean, it's I'm unbelievably grateful for for their support because again, um, without I, I'm I'm here to fulfill a purpose, right? I'm passionate about music. I've always been passionate about my craft, and that's what got me into this. But I'm very aware that my purpose as an artist is to bring light to people and to connect and make them feel good and make them feel heard and be able to tell stories that sometimes maybe they don't know how to word it themselves, and that's what I do through my songs. So to me, being able to get that positive response and that support and means that I'm doing what I'm meant to be doing well. And that's, that's, that's all that I could possibly wish for. It's my mission on earth to be able to connect with people through my craft. And it means the world to me every time I release a new song, the, the support that I get. And I just hope to keep doing this until, until somebody stops me because I have no plans <laughs> to stop. <laughs> And for those who are tuning in late, shame on you, but the teddy bear does forgive you. We're being joined (laughs) by the very super talented Laura Rizzozo. Lord have mercy. New hit single chorus, One More Night. I must ask, I know a lot of the listeners will get on me for not asking this, but I got to ask this, is that can you kind of give some input as far as what is the major difference between being an independent artist 
and being on a major label. What are some of the challenges of being an independent artist? Oh, my God, there's such different experiences. I have done both because when I was 16, I got signed with Universal Music Brazil, um, which is I released my first album with them when I was living there. I had a co-publishing deal as well. And then I decided to become independent when I moved to the U.S. because I wrote my music in English and I knew I wanted to be here and that um, the the heart of the entertainment industry was here. So I, I knew that I've always wanted to pursue this and I ended up letting go of my label in order to pursue um, an indie path. Um, it's a lot. Being an independent artist is like your, your, own, your own label, your own publisher. You are... Um, kind of your own management in many ways. I think I, when I became um, independent, I was 18 years old. No, I was 19 years old. And I was releasing my second album. And so for the, I've always had, when it comes to the creative decisions, I've always been a part of them, whether I was in the major label or um, an independent artist. But it was the first time that I was literally choosing my entire team and choosing the musicians that were going to play with me my mixing engineers, mastering engineers, um, the photographers, deciding much more specifically what I wanted for cover art, deciding what my logo would look like, what the marketing strategy was going to be like, making sure that all forms when it came to, to copyright were, were aligned and um, making sure that I was getting doing the PR work and hiring my team for that. So I became a lot more aware of what it takes to actually put music out there and what the job of a label is which I think has been a wonderful experience because now I've I've done all of the parts that it takes for, for a music release. And whenever I hire someone to be a part of my team, I know exactly what they're meant to be doing. So nobody can BS me anymore. Um, which is great. I, yeah, <laughs> you, yeah. So it's good. You got to know your stuff, you know, being an artist, it's being a creative, but being an independent artist is also being a walking company. So you need to be aware of what's going on for your business, you know. So it's it's been a wonderful experience. Um, of course, it's important to delegate. Um, and the, working with major labels definitely has um, its perks. So it depends on what journey you're looking for. Um, but I've really enjoyed what I've learned through mine. You know, it's funny. I've had the, I've had the pleasure to have many conversations with a lot of exceptional artists like yourself. And one thing they they continually they continually explain to me. So you know what, a lot of these young artists are thinking about getting in this business. They don't understand that this is a business, and how imperative yeah. it is that you understand the business aspect of the music industry, and also making sure that you have a very strong team. As you said, you have to have people that you can trust to delegate different yeah. responsibilities abilities when you're dealing handling your business because but one what one fatal slip of someone that is inept and in knowing what they're supposed to do can cost you billions of dollars yeah and i just wish a lot of artists would take these new artists would take heed to that but you know what that's for another time another day right now we're celebrating one more night so mm-hmm. my point with the pleasure could you please introduce your new hit single to all the listeners out there. Oh my God. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, well guys, tune in. This is my latest single one more night. I co-wrote it with Jonathan Asperl, my dear friend and co-writer. And it's basically about when you know a relationship is bound 
to fall apart, but you keep postponing the breakup because stuff feels good sometimes. <laughs> and yeah, I hope you enjoy it and you can jump to it in your living room or wherever you want. Mm, it's a beautiful thing. So it is written, so it shall be done. Laura Rizzotto, here in the zone, one more night of L.O.T.O. Radio. Never told you no lie I've been getting feelings I've been trying to hide I don't want to waste your time There's no going back When I look into your eyes The future you see for me feels like a past life I don't want to let go I gotta let go Then you start doing that thing that I Show all I ask in 2020 
make some time, put some time aside where you can come down to Houston. We would love to have you come here and perform in the studio. Oh, I would love that. Definitely. I would keep you guys in mind. I would love to come by and say hi in person with you guys in 2020. That's definitely on my list. Thanks for the invitation. It's official now. You're inviting <laughs> me. I'm going to be there. <laughs> I'm going to hold you to that. You heard first, fans. And remember, again, be sure to pick up the new hit single, One More Night. And while you're there, oh, yeah, she has some other music available, too. Great stocking stuffers. Hey, if you can afford to spend $200 on a pair of tennis shoes, I know you can buy some quality music. Yes, Lord. Remember, That's right. <laughs> you heard it. That's right. There you go. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Love my queen. I hope you get everything that you asked for. And 2020 is going to be a very exciting year for you. And I'm looking forward to sharing part of that when you come down to Houston, okay? Thank you so much, Teddy Bear. Wishing you and all the listeners also happy holidays and a badass 2020. It's going to be amazing. Thank you for Laura. having me. I, I love this <laughs> My pleasure, my love. Ciao. The very talented Laura Risotto here in the zone of LOTO Radio. Got to take a little quick two and two. Got to pay some bills. Pay the cost to be the boss. Even when you're vibing with the teddy bear in the zone, we got some Laura and Chase with so glad you have. Mm, it's a beautiful thing. Here in the zone of LOTO Radio. Made it, we did it. We got out, we lived it. Falling down a few million times on the way. Give it up, give it up. That's what they told me to do. Let you regret taking a chance to play it safe.
as we debut her new EP, Wilton, featuring the incredibly talented producer, Jack Dine. Yes, Lord. <laughs> That'll be 10 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I want everyone to have a fantabulous evening. Stay safe if you're out there doing your thing and <laughs> doing your Christmas shopping and everything. Hey, be sure not to drink too much eggnog way out there on the road. Lord have mercy. So much love. And again, I want to thank everyone for tuning in and tuning out all the negativity. And for those who missed the interview, no need to fear. We got you covered in its entirety. All I have to do is stick that little cell phone up, pull out the app, type in L-O-T-L, The Zone. It'll take you to our iHeartRadio. Also, Spotify, TuneIn, Apple. We got it. We have it. We're going to give it to you because we've seen the need. And we're here to fulfill all your music needs. So while you're there, be sure to subscribe. And until Friday morning, my children, stay wonderful, stay one, and always keep reaching for the sky. Lean on me as you always can. Hey, I'm still early for me. Got to work on some more hot tea. Cut out the coffee. It's a beautiful thing. Why are you vibing here in the zone? Love That man that doesn't have a place to stay. For that little boy living with AIDS. Can I tell you a story? Tell you a story. You can lean on me. There's a man. Oh, yeah. Standing on the corner. He has no home. He has no food. And his blue skies are gone. Yes, it is. Can you hear him crying now? A a girl searching for a father and a friend Praying that soon, someday will end But instead of walking away Oh
Where did our love go? 
lie. I tell you, yesterday I was doing a lot of thinking, and I was just, I was dreading coming down here today to this courthouse. But one while I got a little smile on my face because I was thinking about when we, when we first met, the first time I ever saw you. And you was walking past me, and I said, hey girl, you forgot something. Come here and let me comb your hair. And you, you looked at me, and we started laughing, and then we went sat down and had lunch, and, and next thing I knew, we was getting married, and we was raising kids, and buying a house, and just having a good old time, and and then somehow, I, I started drinking, I started hanging out with my friends, staying up all, all night, girl, gambling, not paying the bills, oh, oh, baby, and you told me, you said, Lenny, you better straighten up because you're going to lose your good thing. And somehow, I, I don't know what it was. I, maybe I just wasn't listening. Girl, but I, I kept on doing wrong. Oh, oh, baby. One day I came home. I came home and you was gone. Girl, I, 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 I. I looked in the kitchen and all the pots and pans were gone. I looked in the closet and all, all your clothes were gone. Kids room and, and the computers and they books were gone, girl. And I sat down on the couch and put my head in my hands and I cried, baby. Oh, 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 oh,